welcome to the Retro Crush Podcast. This is the first episode of a podcast that we put together, and so we're learning a lot. Hopefully, it's going to change a lot, get better and better, but we thought we'd kick this off with uh, about a six-minute program with just some really crazy commercials, some neat radio spots for some old gore movies, and some other fun stuff. So, uh, I'm Robert Barry. Welcome, welcome aboard, and uh, I hope this will be a magical time for you. As it will be for me. Hey, let's start off with uh, some radio spots from some movies that were released in the early 60s by a gentleman named Herschel Gordon Lewis. He's one of my favorite directors. He pioneered uh, the gore film, basically. Uh, he, you know, w- They were trying to make these nudie films and softcore films, and they just weren't doing as well as they used to. So they found that if they made these bloody slasher movies, uh, they could actually get a, an, an audience for them at the, the drive-through circuits and, and, and such around the, the country there. So uh, the first commercial we're going to hear is from a movie called 2000 Maniacs. And I think you'll enjoy this one a lot. 2,000 maniacs, crazed for carnage, started bathing an entire town in pulsing human blood. You'll see six young strangers doomed to slaughter by an ancient curse. And from his lips there came an awful sound. It's funny, if you've actually seen that movie, the ancient curse they're talking about is from the ancient American Civil War. It's kind of funny there, but it's such a fun, fun movie. I mean, it's one you feel guilty laughing at, but if you ever get a chance to see 2000 Maniacs, you just, you got to. These teenagers uh, end up rolling into this town, and... uh, they end up being uh, the special guests for this big celebration, and turns out they're really just uh, ghosts from the Civil War that are killing off these stupid Yankees. Really creative ways too. In one scene, they put this guy in a barrel and put a tons of nails and spikes in the barrel and roll him down a hill, and just he screams like a little girl the whole way down. Uh, the, the next ratio spot for a Herschel Gordon Lewis film is uh, from She Devils on Wheels. It's just a, a girl biker gang going crazy and uh, grabbing men, and, and the commercial makes it sound like it's a lot more sexy than the, the movie really is. Um, in fact, the movie has uh, orgy scenes where pretty much everyone's just wearing their clothes and dry humping each other, so it doesn't really live up to the expectations that this great commercial sets down. <laughs> See she-devils on wheels. See she-devils on wheels. See she-devils on wheels with guts as hard as the steel of their hogs. See she-devils on wheels riding their men as viciously as they ride their motorcycles. See she-devils on wheels in blinding color. See the authentic initiation ritual never before dared on film. See the female Hellcats ruling their men with tire irons as their instruments of passion. See she-devils on wheels, feared by the men they use as lovers. See she-devils on wheels, starring Betty Connell, Nancy Lee Noble, Christy Wagner, Rodney Bell, Pat Poston. She-devils on wheels. She-devils on wheels. <laughs> you got to have that line. Feared by the men they use as lovers. Boy, those those girls are out of control. He did this next sound clip. 
um, I'm going to play for you. It, it sounds like it should be from a Herschel Gordon-Lewis film, but I just don't know what it's from. Um, it's this file I have on my computer for years, and I just love listening to it. It's called Bald.Wave. And if anyone here can tell me the movie that this is from, I'll give you a great Retro Crush pi- prize package, because I'm just dying to find out what this one's from. So put on your uh, thinking cap, and here we go. I got bald by so many guys, I don't know if the father's going to be white, Indian, Mexican, or black. Wow, she says that with such disdain. She should be happy of the multicultural possibilities that her baby may end up as. Our next uh, couple clips here, we're going to move on to uh, some special... TV show themes by uh, the master of TV show themes himself, uh, Sherwood Schwartz. He made the great themes for uh, the Brady Bunch and the Gilligan's Island, and those were such great themes because they told you the whole story of the show. Uh, Even if you joined the Brady Bunch and saw it for the first time during the second season, you only had to listen to that theme song, and you knew everything about the show. Well, there's two shows that Sherwood also produced, one of them called Big John, Little John, and a long later follow-up to the Brady Bunch called The Brady Brides that are among some of the worst shows on television. Uh, Big John, Little John starred, uh, oh, and I forgot his name, so horrible, but that, that kid who played Cousin Oliver on The Brady Bunch got spun off there. And, uh, and uh, well, here, just listen to the show. I don't have to explain it. Here's the theme, and it'll tell you all about it. As you can plainly see, one minute he's forty, next he's thirty-three. Big John keeps a changing before your very eyes. He's twenty-five and then nineteen, then twelve years old inside. Big John, little John, what a way to grow. Big John, little John, who's a high flow. Found the fountain of you, he drank a little drink. And that magic water is the thing that made him shrink. Now, when he's little John, he never knows just when. So change and rearrange, and he's big John again. Next, we have a theme to the Brady Brides. This came out in the late 70s, and just a horrible idea for a show. Uh, again, the theme song will tell you the whole setup, but basically, Marsha and Jan get married, and for some reason, they can't afford their own house individually, so the only way they can make it work out is by sharing a house that they buy together. And as you can imagine, that's not quite the recipe for marital bliss that you'd expect it to be. Uh, the show lasted about maybe six or seven episodes, and uh, it was just pretty far from the concept of the Brady Bunch. It was just really stupid and wacky. It was like they were trying to tackle the Three's Company crowd, but it just wasn't daring enough to, to capture that. And uh, they threw in some guest appearances by Alice and Mrs. Brady to kind of help get more viewers, but it just stunk up the place. But here's the theme to the Brady Bards. <laughs> It's in the light with two girls named Brady Who have set the funds to make it on their own Jan's girl in love with a man named Phyllis Midnight to die, she knows You wake up, 
Well, thanks again for joining the Retro Crush uh, podcast, episode one. Um, it's pretty raw and full of a lot of quirks, and hopefully we'll work them out in the episodes to come, and we can finally look back on this uh, as the golden age. But uh, we'll leave you today with one of my favorite classic commercials, um, the Chiquita Banana commercial from, I believe, the, the early 50s. And uh, I think uh, it's, you know, sing a banana, really sexy banana. And uh, until tomorrow, we'll talk to you later. Bye. Hello, amigo. I'm Chiquita Banana, and I've come to say Bananas have to ripen in a certain way And when they're flecked with brown and have a golden hue Bananas taste the best and are the best for you You can put them in a salad You can put them in a pie Any way you want to eat them It's impossible to beat them But bananas like the climate of the very, very tropical equator So you should never put Bananas in the refrigerator. To have bananas that are fully ripe, you must be absolutely sure. To take them home and let them ripen, and it will keep them too. Oh, sure, sure, sure.